Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, here we are, everybody. Welcome to Monday, 24th day of October 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, there's Big J right over there. Hey, here I am. We are here on a Monday morning. Hopefully you had an enjoyable weekend. Big J, I ask you out loud how your weekend was. It was busy. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff going on? Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. uh, Trying to get that uh, room finished up. Yeah, but that doesn't make you busy, right? Sure it does. I spent most of the day cooking and uh, doing uh, little projects around the house. Yeah, that's unrelated to the room, though, I guess is my point. Yeah, They want you clear of that room. No, I know, but you. I don't think they. They. There's not like stay out of here. No, no, no. Stay that's out true. Of here. That is true. But you have other people it, doing the stuff, right? Just one person, right? But I mean, what I'm saying is, like, well, you were doing to the store to go get stuff. I, okay, okay, okay. I believe you. I'm just saying, like, you were doing other things. I'm not saying that you were busy. I'm just saying you were busy working on that room. Busy supporting them working on that room. Sure, dude. I know. I mean, the moral support is a full time job. You don't have to tell me. Yep, but, that's it. Moral support. And then, uh, did you get anything else done on the to-do list this weekend? Uh, yeah, everything on the to-do list. Saw you. Uh, saw you on Saturday. You popped by the remote. That was nice. Yeah. Thanks, man. Saw you at Team Mazda. You were out, was you were shopping. Winko yeah, shopping. we yes, we were at the grocery store. Nice. Yeah, because I was like, I don't think you're going to stay there very long. If you had, were you on your way to, or you had just come from? Just come from. Okay, so there were yeah, like groceries you, in the man, car. That place is nuts. Like. There's so many people in that area, traffic-wise. Something was going it, on there a Saturday outside have, of that. I have no idea because, you know, I don't know if the um, uh, if the College of Western Idaho, you know, the Yotes, yeah, were, were having a home game. Get, it gets kind of busy down in Caldwell. Could that's down the road. Right, right. But so, you're right. There was a ridiculous amount it, of traffic in that area. When we outside. left you, it took us like an hour to get home. Yeah, it was nuts. Something was going on. I said, when I got off the freeway, I was like, what is, I mean, I, I had been around that area, but I'm like, something is happening here that is unusual. Yeah. And I, 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 judging by the amount of people that pop by on Saturday, it wasn't going to see me at the Team Mazda Old Kmart. But I do appreciate those that swung by. Hopefully it was a good weekend for you. We are going to have a very busy Monday show. First things first, we have $1,000 to give away today. We are going to do that from Friday's Code Words because we have another week of inflation retaliation that will begin a little after 9 o'clock. So your opportunity to win $1,000 comes your way beginning this morning at 9, and that's going to happen all week. Every single weekday, we're giving away $1,000, and it could be you. It might as well be you. You just got to text in those Code Words. We have another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery as we hit second week of this thing. Clue number six is happening today. This week, we are upping the ante and throwing in some Haunted World passes to even wrong guesses. So three times a day, you could win some Haunted World passes, get your Halloween on out there at the Haunted World, and try to solve a fictional murder 
which of course would net you, if you get all three questions correct, a trip to Las Vegas to see Evanescence and Muse in April of next year. So we are excited for that. We're going to have a visit, hopefully, from our friend Randall from the Majestic Theaters. They have a really cool event happening this weekend we'd like to educate you about. So we're going to talk a little bit about that earlier on this morning. Plus, we have tickets to give away to the sold-out I Prevail show and a bearded badass on tap. So like I was saying, Big J, a lot of stuff going on today, in case you're curious. We're going to keep it busy on the show. And we're going to kick things off with some STP here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Your Boise State Broncos improved to 4-0 in the Mountain West play on Saturday evening with a hard-fought 19-14 win over Air Force in Colorado Springs. Team jumped out to a pretty impressive uh, 16-0 kind of lead and then had to back things up a little bit. But uh, I believe the MVP of the game, probably you give it to Jonah Dalmas, yes? Sure. Who was yeah. four for four on his field goal attempts, including knocking around a 51-yarder, which is fairly rare in college football, if we're being honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, you're not really nailing it from 50 yards. So congratulations to Jonah. Probably the best kicker in the country. Uh, he is very good at what he does for sure. And the Broncos kind of answered early, which was nice. And then the defense held on. They held Air Force to negative one yards in the first quarter. And then, you know, Air Force kind of got it going a little bit. But the Broncos had some issues. Uh, you know, they were out. They were without Halani, who, again, did not play the game. And then, uh, you know, second backup running back didn't play much of the second half. So Noah ended up getting a lot of carries. And Green, you know, didn't run the ball very much. But they weren't really super effective passing the ball, which continues to elude this Broncos team. But... They're doing it without that need to do so. I mean, they really have turned into kind of like an Air Force adjacent offense. You know what I'm saying? It's not really the double option, but it might as well be. You know what I'm saying? As much as they're running the ball and doing so effectively. So to their credit, 5-2 and two on the season and 4-0 and oh in the Mountain West and appears to have a little bit of swagger and confidence heading in. If this team could stay healthy or get healthy in the running back room, it would be, I think a pretty good thing for this team to be able to run the table, at least in the Mountain West. Agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, for sure. Any takeaways from the game that you saw that you were impressed by or not I impressed mean, just, by? just listen, the, the Air Force's running attack is the best in the country. Always has and, been. And they met one of the better defenses in, in college football right now, especially against the run. So... Well done. Yeah, and, the, and to their credit as well, Air Forces, uh, their defense doesn't suck either. And so, you know, to be able to put up those points early and be able to hang on, I mean, you knew you were going to have to at least try to kick some field goals in order to beat this team. And to the Broncos and Dalmas' credit, they were able to do exactly that. Because if he misses any of those field goals, this is a whole other game, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, well done to the Broncos getting the job done. It may not have been the most pretty of victories, but it was a victory nonetheless, and they will take it. Big J, the World Series is set. Uh, I don't believe anybody thought it would be set this quickly, but sure enough, it was. As At least the, not the American League. Well, Jeez. either one. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, well, I mean, the Yankees have a history. You know, they've lost their last five yeah. championship series. They collapsed pretty hardcore in this part of the playoffs, and they did yet again. Astros ended up beating them, and they had to come back to do so. Yankees were up three to nothing in that game, and ra- Astros rallied past them six to five to punch their ticket to the World Series and sweep the Yankees in four games. And then the Phillies uh, also came back on the Padres and ended up uh, beating them four to three in game five to win that series four games to one so now the world series is set and in a typical baseball fashion they are prepared as we have to now wait five days before 
game one of the World Series for whatever reason. But that's how the way they're going to do it as well. So uh, who do you like? Do you think the Astros pull it off? Do you think the Phillies come out of nowhere in the NL to knock it off? I have no idea. Uh, the Astros should be heavily favored considering this is their fourth World Series in six seasons and they're back to back. They, of course, lost to the Braves. How are they last cheating year. this time? Uh, it's a good question. I don't have that answer, but I'm almost certain that they are. So uh, as every other baseball fan assumes that the Astros are cheating as well to get to where they go, that's kind of the <laughs> black cloud that follows you when you've been found guilty of cheating not too long ago. Well, good news, bad news when it comes to the box office, Big J. Uh, for the first time in three months, the box office eclipsed $100 million, so it was a nice weekend. Uh, the bad news is, however, Black Adam didn't do nearly as well as they wanted it to do. Uh, it did make $67 million, good enough for number one, but DC was hoping for an $80 to $90 million opening weekend, and they didn't come close to that. So uh, they've got a lot of money and a lot of time to try to make up this and make it a profitable thing, but... But that's the danger of these big tentpole kind of things, whereas you needed to make you're obviously putting out this movie to set up something much, much larger. And you are hoping it garners interest in that larger, uh, you know, kind of picture that you're trying to progress. But the question becomes, if you spent 300 million some on a movie and it makes 67 domestically, we have yet to see the worldwide numbers that all factors in. Now 140 but, million okay, worldwide. That ain't bad. But again, that when you're looking for, you know, your money back in weekend number one, it's not it's not exactly what you're looking for. Uh, but I'm guessing that they're all in on this, so something's going to happen no matter what. It's just I believe that kind of word of mouth passed over in the Black Adam stuff because on top of the critics not liking it, there's a lot of people out there that aren't exactly a big fan. But some people did enjoy it. I mean, that's what movies... Well, it's got a B-plus cinema score, yeah. which isn't terrible. No, but, you know, you pick a movie, almost every cinema score is an A or better. I mean, it's just the way that we work. We, we When we pay to see movies, we want to like them. And usually we're going to see them for a reason. So the cinema scores tend to lean fairly positive. But I will say this, art is subjective, and hopefully it's a good movie. We're going to see it tomorrow. I want it to be good, uh, but it just didn't make the amount of money that they wanted it to make. Ticket to Paradise, Big J, which is the George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie, opened up at number two. 16 million. Smile made 8 million. Halloween Ends made 8 million as well. And then, of course, La La Crocodile coming back in the top five, baby. 4.2 million at the box office. So it was a good weekend overall, just not exactly hitting the marks that they wanted to hit. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. That's the latest from Bush. It's called More Than Machines here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I saw a story yesterday that made me think I have been doing trick-or-treating wrong my entire life. Ooh. And then I was like, hang on, maybe I'm not and maybe I'm just jumping to conclusions. But I know you're not exactly the biggest fan of kids, but when... They come around and go trick-or-treating around the neighborhood. Who's responsible for handing out candy in your house? Is it you? Uh, whoever answers the door. Okay, so have mm. you done the handing out of the candy? Yeah. Okay, good. So then you are qualified to answer this question. Okay. So when somebody comes to your door and they have a really good costume, do you give them more candy than somebody that's no. got a bad costume? No. Me either. But no, that's I'm, pretty messed up. Right, that's what I think. I'm reading this article yesterday that says that if you have... Here's what will get you more candy when you're going trick-or-treating, according to a new poll. They said that people that see, like, superhero costumes or very, like, you know, elaborate, made-up costumes will give you more candy. And I'm like, hang on. Yeah. 
I've never given anybody more candy for a con. I mean, not that it's I'm not appreciative. I always will make a comment like, great job. You look fantastic. Here, have some candy. But, like, I'm not giving you more because you dressed up better than your brother yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no. Right? No, okay. not at all. So I don't feel bad. But apparently, 61% of people out there, at least in the survey, they surveyed 5,000 people, said that they would give more candy to somebody that's dressed more elaborately with a better costume. I'm like, well, number one, where do you set the bar? Because you're seeing different costumes all night. And then number two, I mean, that, that doesn't seem like it's very fair or cool. You know, where you have three kids come to your house and you go, you get one piece, you get two piece. Hey, you win. You get three pieces. Yeah, Way to yeah, go. No. That but seems awful. That seems very American to me, though. <laughs> I guess. You know, oh, hey, look, you can afford a great costume. Here's more candy. You poor kids. Right. I guess better, you're right. Better luck next time. Now, I, I have been certainly guilty of giving more kids candy than others, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's coming down to the wire, and I know there's not much trick-or-treaters left, and I'm like, I don't want a big old bowl full of candy. Here, guys, take more than I've been giving out because I haven't had as many people as I thought was going to pop by. Yeah. That's happened, but it's never been a, like, you know, uh, American Idol decision of who's got the best costume in the group of kids that just came up to my door. That seems fairly cruel and and not not exactly a great thing to do. No, it's pretty messed up. Yes. And if, if your parents' kids, if you're listening, your parents do this practice, you need to start taking them to task. Ask for it. Go, hey. Well, like, what's up with that? Right. Like, I mean, it's not the baby's fault that he can only dress up as a pumpkin and the, the kids have a little elaborate Dracula, so you're yeah. giving him less candy. Yeah. To me, the only surefire way of, for somebody to get more candy is to have, like, a reversible costume. And then you what just. What does that mean? It means you have one outfit and then you get candy and then you walk around the uh. corner and switch it up. <laughs> and you We're not going to know. They trick you into giving yeah. you candy a couple times. That I understand. Uh, so I think we're That's both saying the same the thing. We're, while you may enjoy some costumes more than others, I don't think we should be judging them with the amount of candy that we hand out. Just give the kids the same yeah. amount of candy. Make them happy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Thank you for making Look, me feel better. You're not a jerk. Thank you. Uh, we will do some bearded badass action next on the x Rock. <laughs> I'm going to grow a beard. Presented by The Beardsmith on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, if you need to get a trim uh, or even uh, a cut, uh, they can do that at The Beardsmith. You can uh, make your appointment via online at thebeardsmith.com. You can also check out some of their great stuff like uh, the beard grease, which is fantastic. All right, so today's Beard of Badass hails from Seattle, Washington, which might make you think it's a plaid-wearing grunge musician. But in today's case, uh, not, not that case. It's a TV and film star Jeffrey Dean Morgan. These days generally seen in a salt and pepper short manicured beard which seems to fit one of his biggest roles uh, Batty wielding Negan in The Walking Dead. Now, uh, before taking on The Walking Dead role Dean had a not so obvious path to acting. He had hopes and dreams, Nick of playing professional basketball like all young kids. Sure. Uh, and he had pursued that all the way into junior college before uh, a leg injury dashed his hopes of making it to the big dance. So uh, he began to pursue other interests like 
painting and writing. And it wasn't until he helped a friend move to L.A. from Seattle for a weekend, uh, then on a whim decided, hey, you know what, I'm just going to stick around L.A. and uh, try this acting thing. That acting bug had got him and, quote, found I had a little talent and pursued it, unquote. His career essentially began in the early 90s with TV appearances with what would be bit parts until 2005 being cast as John Winchester in CW Supernatural. That'd be his big break. And a year later, he would pull double duty being cast in Grey's Anatomy as Denny Duquette. A few smaller roles here and there on the big screen would come until... Uh, Zack Snyder's take on The Watchmen. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was cast as the comedian, a role which proved he could be more than just a TV star. He would prove he would appear in several big screen roles down the road, but TV wasn't done with Morgan, and in 2016, he took on one of the most anticipated role debuts as he picked up the bat and leather jacket for The Walking Dead's Negan, a role which is uh, only supposed to last a couple seasons, but turned into seven, which, uh, while, while his career is still relatively young, he's amassed a pretty good resume his next role, season four on Amazon Prime's The Boys. So not sure what exactly that role is going to be about, but uh, that will happen in 2023. Of course, he reunites with his Supernatural co-star in that particular uh, series as well. Yep. Uh, Jansen Eccles, who uh, is fantastic, and I cannot wait to see him in The Boys. It's great. I, I did enjoy him as Negan, but of course I fell off of The Walking Dead uh, not too long after his introduction. I don't have any regrets about it, but I, I don't ish him, wish him ill will. I think he's fantastic in pretty much everything he does. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he, he kind of keeps it even and keeled, and uh, he's not afraid to do uh, TV and uh, the big screen. So that's a really cool thing, and he's a bearded badass for sure. For sure. Uh, a hidden Je- Jeffrey Dean Morgan gem, The Losers. If you oh, yeah, chance, absolutely. Watch that film. It is really good. Based on a graphic novel, Chris Evans is in it as well. Uh, so is Zoe Solana. It's actually a really, really good cast and a very very good movie. He owes quite a bit of his career to graphic novels. Indeed he does. Indeed he does. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bearded badass courtesy of the Beard Smith. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, I mean, listen, it, it's no secret. We've been saying for a while that, you know, your mental health is fairly important to your well-being, including your physical health. And maybe, just maybe, we didn't know how connected they were until now outside of this place big j what's the last toxic workplace you worked in um at home <laughs> that does not count I mean, you do not count oh, you do not okay. get paid to be there debatable I'm, I'm but <laughs> they pay you sure sometimes in favors oh wow Ooh, um whoa. let's see i would i don't know i i really i really can't think of an experience where it, i felt like it was toxic well, that's good. Then congratulations, I man. Mean, but I haven't worked at very many places either. No, but I mean, so, I think you've had, but you've had bad but, jobs, right? Well, okay, yeah. I, I mean, mean, that call center probably wasn't a fun place to be, right? Yeah, people were good. Okay. It was me who was bad. I see. Uh, I, I I wasn't there long enough to, at Burger King to be like, this place is toxic. <laughs> My manager's a jerk. That's about it. Right, right. Uh, but if you have worked in a toxic workplace... You know how sometimes that can make a really profound impact on your mental health, and usually not in a good way. And now we are finding out that we are linking toxic workplaces and our mental health with actual health problems like cancer and heart disease. So if you work at a place that offers up low wages, overworks you, harassment, long commutes, this can actually lead to poor health with you, period. Depression, anxiety, all linked to these things as well. Those are also effects from a toxic work environment. So, you know, if you want a healthy workplace, you want to look for certain things. Connection, community, 
work-life harmony, having your opinion and your work matter, your opportunity for growth, and also making sure you're in a safe atmosphere. All those good things are good for your mental health and therefore you're healthier in general, but if you're in a toxic workplace, it could turn out that you're actually not only messing with your mental health, you're messing with your physical health as well. So, think about that next time you're going into a job that you hate at a place that you hate. There's lots of opportunities out there. I'm not saying give up everything until you find and then look for a job. I'm saying maybe, you know, if you realize the place is toxic, it has more of an effect on you both mentally and physically than you think. And we all like to, you know, give places the benefit of the doubt. No, the paycheck is nice. And yes, it's true. But that only goes so far. You understand what I'm yeah, saying, Big J? I understand it. So keep that in mind as you move forward. Broncos improved to 4-0 in Mount West play after a 19-14 victory over Air Force in Colorado Springs. Jonah Dalmas, your MVP, four field goal attempts, knocking in all four field goals to push the Broncos past the Falcons. Congratulations. Houston headed back to the World Series after sweeping the Yankees in four games, and they will take on the Phillies, who knocked out the Padres in five games after a 4-3 victory yesterday. Uh, World Series is set. Game one, not until Friday. However, we had some football action yesterday. Big J, Christian McCaffrey was on the field, but that didn't help the 49ers much as they got trounced by the Chiefs. But I think even the most optimistic of 49ers fans knew this was a possibility, right? Chiefs are a very good football Getting team. Tra- I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't. You think have even... to take into perspective that the entire defense is still pretty injured. Yeah. So yeah, they got a ways to go. Uh, Forty-four to twenty-three, your final score, which means Big J's uh, worst nightmare: the Seahawks find themselves alone in first place in that division after How trouncing the Chargers themselves, thirty-seven to twenty-three, and they uh, really did whatever they wanted to do against Los Angeles yesterday. So the Seahawks are. The best in the NFC West right now, which I don't think anybody saw coming except for one Seahawk fan that thought that they were in good hands of Geno Smith that I know. And he turns out to be right, Big J. So what the hell do I know at the end of the day? Cowboys returned with the return of Dak Prescott. They won 24-6 over the Detroit Lions, although that was more defense than anything else. That Cowboys defense was shot out of a cannon yesterday. Joe Burrow is very good at football. He proved it with a huge performance against the Atlanta Falcons as he led the Bengals 35-17 over that squad. Uh, my Packers continue to be a disappointment and maybe the worst team in football currently after losing to the Washington Commanders, for God's sake, 23 23- to 21 Titans over the Colts 19 to 10 the uh, Buccaneers are uh, listen if it's a race to the bottom between the Packers and Buccaneers I don't know who's worse quite frankly but the Panthers trounced them yesterday 21 to 3 Giants improved to 6 and 1 with a come from behind victory over Jacksonville Ravens over the Browns Jets beat the Broncos they are uh, proving to be a good football team Raiders big over the Texans and then we had the Steelers losing to the Dolphins on Sunday night football tonight it's Bears Patriots on ESPN but football has been it's been a really low scoring really rough season so far the unders hitting on everything the underdogs winning almost every game if you're gambling i mean it's really really crazy either it's parody or it's really you know rough football right now i don't know which is which but there are certainly more teams playing bad than playing good and injuries and all that kind of stuff play into that but it's been a interesting and rough football season to start things out but hey if your team's doing well congratulations well, Big J, 80,000 people traveled to Vegas this weekend to see a, a day one of the When We Were Young Festival, and they got some bad news. It was canceled. 
uh, at least the first day was because of high winds at the Las Vegas Festival Ground. Uh, and if you saw some clips, a lot of people were complaining that there was none. And then later they were getting blown away by the wind. So it was probably the right call to make, although it certainly did make a lot of people upset. Day two did go off yesterday without any issues whatsoever, so that's good. I guess that kind of squashed the this is a fake kind of theft thing, but it being, you know, canceled on day one had a lot of people suspicious because, you know, not a lot of promotion about it. It sold out in like 15 minutes. A ton of tickets were sold. They were very expensive. And uh, all these bands were all flying in, like they were all one-off kind of things. It was a very weird and interesting festival, not like Warp Tour, you know, where they're all on the road together or yeah. even in the same area code. They all flew in for this event, so the likelihood of something going sideways was pretty high, and I didn't think it was going to be the weather, but sure enough, it was. But they got it off okay yesterday, but people were very, very upset, and justifiably so, but they will get refunds for the tickets if they purchase them. Of course, those that bought them secondhand are SOL. That's where you start to get into trouble. When you buy a ticket mm -hmm. off a scalper, you're screwed out of that money if the event gets canceled, and that's some of the things that are happening. But apparently it's okay, and when we were young too, which was announced not too long ago, will also be happening, hopefully this time without the weather. It's morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Guys, I know... I know we all want our 15 minutes of fame. And I know the the path of least resistance to said 15 minutes of fame is to try to find a way to go viral on TikTok. I get that. I get that you know that when you go viral on TikTok, that ups the opportunity of you being what's now known as an influencer, which means somebody somewhere somehow is going to pay you to put together these videos that you're piecing together and working difficultly on. I understand that. But... <laughs> Let me just say that while, you know, you may have these aspirations to get paid to make TikTok videos, including others in those videos that are unaware that they're being involved in said prank or whatever, is A, cruel, B, not very cool, and C, a terrible way to go about doing things, especially when little kids are involved. And that brings us to today's We're Going to Hell story, which took place at a child care center in Hamilton, Mississippi at the early part of this month. And about four of the people that work at this daycare facility thought it would be funny if they recorded a bunch of videos of them wearing scary masks and scaring the living bejesus out of children yeah. that come to the daycare and then posting those videos on TikTok in order to up their clout a little bit. Uh, let's say this right off the bat, bad idea. Like, I, I'm yeah. already off-put by, like, you know, people doing scaring things to their own children. Like, I feel like you're making a traumatic memory for your child in that particular place just because you want to get on TikTok. And that involves its own, you know, couch time mm -hmm. that you probably need to think about. But also, like, involving other people's kids. Kids in which you are being paid to watch and look over and keep safe. And then putting this stuff in is... Not great. Without the parents' permission. Correct. That's and the important part to That me. is the very important part because that is the part that got all four of these young women that were involved in these videos charged with basically felony child abuse charges because it's not their children. They didn't have permission to do that. And then they posted these kids' faces all over TikTok, which, of course, the videos did go viral because these kids are freaking out because they're two years old and they don't expect to see somebody in a scary mask in their daycare. Poor little kids. And so they were flipping out. 
And so three counts of felony child abuse was put upon each of the women that took part in these videos, and the parents are rightfully upset. Not necessarily because that, you know, that all this stuff was going on. They don't mind them having fun, but they're like, there's a difference between having fun and scaring the living bejesus out of my kids, and then posting that on TikTok, where it will live forever. And so now, like, these parents are like, listen, every time I look at my kid, I see this terrified look on their face. They now hate Halloween because of what happened. And so all this stuff has this trickle-down effect that you don't think when you're trying to be an influencer. Again, I feel like it's a different game that we're playing if we're doing this as adults and we can process this. But when you're scaring a two-year-old to daycare, that feels like it's a, just a little bit over the edge. Now, I did not know that you could get felony child abuse charges for these, but I guess it's a lesson for everybody. Don't do things without kids' permission. Don't do things involving other people's children. And maybe, just maybe, focus a little bit more on the job at hand instead of posting TikTok videos. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah. So now, uh, all four of the women involved have already posted social media apologies, which is, I don't know what that means, but they're still being charged with uh, felony child abuse and simple assault against a minor as well are involved in these. So there's still a lot of stuff that needs to shake out. But a reminder, uh, if you're planning on making uh, videos of you scaring other people's children, hey, don't. You could be slapped with a crime because of it. Uh, scare other things. Maybe not kids. Yeah, maybe not me, though, either. Because, uh, yeah, because like my kid is going to be the death of me. She's going to give me a heart attack. Wait, what's going on she, in Big J She house? likes to hide or do stuff and just pop out and go, boom, and literally scares the bleep out of me. Is she filming when she does this? No, no, because that's not the point. Can I ask her out loud, please start filming these? Just send her a message. Yes, I will. Say, hey, thanks for the pumpkin bread. It's awful. And I saved it for the kids. The kids might <laughs> like it. It's not her fault. <laughs> like, uh, But she'll hide in the pantry? <laughs> Like it was the so these worst are thing these ever. are efforts that she is making yes. to scare you. Gotcha. Okay. Is it just you or does she do it to everybody as well? No, just me. Oh, and she I'm likes like, it. listen, you're gonna kill me. Yes, please don't die from somebody jumping out of your pantry. Well, I can't control it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Today. Today. The morning after with Nick and Big J. You've heard the saying, fake it till you make it, right? Yeah, my whole life. Wow. <laughs> what if I told you that could be actually something that could improve your mood? It's weird, but Stanford spent the last three years studying a bunch of different people in different types of therapies and found out that if you actually, no matter what kind of mood you're in, fake a smile for a significant period of time, it actually makes you happier than what you think, which is crazy. Like, if you're smiling and you're just pretending you're smiling and, you know, going about your day, just doing your thing, they found out that happiness can kind of be manufactured a little bit. Now, the effect is not strong enough to overcome depression, but it does suggest a link between expression and actual emotion. Like, if you're smiling, you find you tend to find things a little bit better. Now, you know, this sounds like it's the premise to the horror movie Smile, and it may very well be. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But it is apparently a good way to break you out of a funk or a bad mood. Or if you're having a rough day, just sit at your desk and smile into the nothingness. And before you know it, those bad feelings wash away. 
and you're like, oh man, even though I'm not happy, it doesn't bother me nearly as much as I did because I was sitting here smiling or thinking about smiling or focusing on smiling and sometimes taking your mind off of whatever's bothering you and focusing on something as silly as pretending you're okay and smiling can sometimes actually hit the reset button in your brain, which is never a bad thing. Yeah. So, fake it till you make it, Big J. Now, listen, if you have, you know, crippling depression, that's a different story altogether. Please seek help and talk to somebody about that kind of stuff so that you're not battling those demons all by yourself. But if it's just like, man, I've had a really crappy Monday, just go into the corner of Blair Witch style and just start smiling. Next thing you know, you're feeling a little bit better. Don't do that. That would scare Big J. But that. You can you can smile whenever you want. And hopefully it'll make you feel a little bit better. Boise State beats Air Force 19 to 14 on Saturday in Colorado Springs, improving to 4-0 in Mountain West play. We have a World Series matchup set. It will be the Houston Astros going back to the World Series for the second straight year and for the fourth time in six years. And they'll be taking on the Philadelphia Phillies, who have been a pretty much terror in the postseason. They only won 87 games, snuck into the wild card, and then has ended up dominating everybody as they have moved forward fast and furiously into the World Series. So it's Houston Phillies, Game 1 on Friday. Marshawn Lynch just got a gig as an analyst on Amazon Prime, and they were talking to him at the Cal Washington broadcast on Saturday on ESPN, and ESPN almost immediately regretted that decision as our friend Marshawn Lynch dropped two swear words in a matter of mere seconds once getting on the live television interview. He dropped the mother effer and then the S word as well on ESPN, and they weren't exactly happy with it, but hey, that's what you get when you stuff a microphone in front of Marshawn's yeah. face. Did you learn your lesson? Yeah. Stop freaking. Just just put a microphone in front of his face, and he'll as tell as you what you want to hear. recorded, it'll be okay. And uh, it's okay to do this kind of stuff on, on Amazon, because that's a different paid service. ESPN, while, again, it's not, you know, kind of under the same FCC rule as you or I are or over-the-air broadcast television is, because it's cable, you technically can swear on ESPN, but that's not the brand that they're trying to put forward. So it's not that big of a deal. It's not going to cost them a ridiculous amount of money. It's just an interesting thing that happened when you put a microphone in front of Marshawn Lynch's face. You should probably be prepared or, yes, be on a delay would be the smart way to go. The Bengals beat the Falcons, the Cowboys, the Titans, the Washington Commanders, Panthers, Giants, Ravens, Jets, Raiders, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins, all winners yesterday in football. Tonight, we've got the Patriots and Bears, which proves to be a, well, it's definitely going to be a football game that you can watch tonight if you want to, or you can pass on it. I don't think anybody's going to judge you on that. But if you want to watch something on television... You can have access to the House of Dragons finale before it's actually available. HBO is pissed about it, but over the weekend, the 10th episode of House of Dragons, known as the Season 1 finale, has made its way onto the internet and can be downloaded. Oh man. Uh, it originated from a distribution partner that HBO works with, and they're trying to take it down, but as of right now, it still isn't. But it is available. It's not even set to air until this Monday, but the season finale is already online and HBO is trying very hard to take it down because that means money and eyeballs and they don't like that. So uh, stuff is still getting leaked out of HBO, which is never a good look. This is like the third time this happened. It happened with the Game of Thrones finale, too, mm -hmm. if you remember. So they got somebody in there that's trying to bring them down from the inside for whatever reason. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Back down. The morning after with Nick and Big J. 
And we have tickets to sold out show happening November 1st at the Rev Center. I prevail and pierce the veil. So if uh, you want to count yourself among those there for free, well, you can just beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. We'll hook you up with those tickets and boom, look at you. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play our game of Pop Culture Smackdown. Of course, we head into getting closer to Halloween, so we're going to focus a little bit on some candy questions to start things off. I hope that's okay. And then we'll transition into some pop culture side of things. How are you feeling as we get the week started, Big J? Andy, I don't know. We'll see. Hello, Hello. DX. Good morning. Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Will. Will, you're up first. Will, which color was briefly dropped from the M&M mix in the 70s and 80s due to health concerns? Was it the color yellow, the color red, or the color orange? Mm, color red. That is correct. Right. There were concerns about the dye. Red dye number five. They uh, they took it off and then brought it back as we headed into the late 90s. Big J, speaking of M&M's, which color of M&M was rumored for a long time to be an aphrodisiac? Green. That is absolutely correct. Right. It so was green. Dumb. Who made that up? I don't know. The same people that probably made green the sexy David M&M. Lee Roth. <laughs> David Lee Roth. That is correct. All right, Will, back to you. Uh, which movie shows Simon Cowell being killed while judging a competition? Is it Get Rich or Die Trying, Bill and Ted Face the Music, or Scary Movie 3? Um, get, uh... Just Gary Movie 3? Yep. Right. Yeah. I would have accepted Gary Movie 3 as well. Gary. Gary. Big J, uh, they called Julia Child the French chef, but what state was she actually born in? Julia Child. In the United States of America. What? Oh, man. What state? Uh, I'm going to go with California. California is a good guess because right. that is correct. She was born and raised in Pasadena, California. Oh, Julia Child. <laughs> well done. Uh, Will, back to you. Gwen Stefani has a clothing and scent line that has, she has given what lengthy name to that was an album name as well from her solo work. Was it, is it called Tragic Kingdom? Is it called Love Angel Music Baby? Or is it called Be There or Be Square? Uh, Love Angel Music Baby. Right. You know you're Gwen Stefani. Good job. Way to help him out. Give him a hint there. Uh, but, well, I mean, all of them are the names of Gwen yeah, Stefani. really stuff. long. Uh, well, Be There, Be Square is the same amount of words as Love Angel Music, baby. How dare you? Uh, Big J, we need to know what country drinks the most vodka per capita. I'll give you a hint. It's not Russia. That's sound right already. Uh, per capita? Mm-hmm. Let's go with uh, Norway. Norway. Wrong. Uh, Poland, Canada, or Belarus, Big J? Belarus? Right. Belarus drinks the most vodka per capita. But that's good enough for you to win, Will. Congratulations. Yeah, way to hang in there, dude. You got yourself tickets to go check out I Prevail and Pierce the Veil coming up on the 1st of November. Hang on one second. We'll get you some information, and we will come back with some headlines. Those are happening next on the x Rock. It's Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Vote for me, bro. Holy crap and pay for it. Vote for me, bro. Two estranged siblings are running for office in Port Caliborn, Canada. The Ontario town will vote October 24th to see if Bill Steele or his only challenger, Charles Steele, will be the next mayor. Now, if you're wondering if they're related, yes, they are. They are brothers. And, Big J, they're brothers that hate each other. Oh, those are the best. They haven't talked to each other in more than 30 years, Big J. They hate each other so much. 
and Bill decided he was going to run for mayor, and here's how much they hate each other. He was running unopposed until his brother Charles said, you know what, <laughs> I'm going to run against my a-hole brother, and he filed the day before registration ended. So yeah, which now, one's the a-hole, though? I, That's the well, thing probably you don't the know. guy who, who decided at the last minute to go against his brother. I mean, come on, man. If you haven't talked in 30... And they've been asked multiple times. Neither of them will tell anybody why they don't talk to each other. That's a typical sibling rivalry. I mean, that's what a jerk sibling would do. You're so right. Yes. Uh, But Bill has complained that Charles uses the name... Is using the name Charles instead of his real name, which is David, which he allegedly grew up using and has encouraged people to check out the story of David Steele. So now they're mudslinging. I mean, it's brutal. It is brother versus brother in this little teeny tiny Canadian town, and it's no holds barred, man. This is the kind of stuff that uh, I enjoy. Although, if you know, I don't know how Canadian politics are, but this seems pretty cutthroat, which is fun at least. Unless they're, I mean, it's something serious that they're rifting about, then it's a whole other animal altogether. But I can't imagine, you know, holding a beef that that deep. Where you haven't talked in 30 years, you see that somebody's up to something, and then you're like, I'm going to prevent that person from getting what they... uh, I'm going to be the only thing standing in their way to getting what they want. I'm going to make a concerted effort to make sure they don't get that. Yeah. That's the kind of pettiness that I strive for one day. Holy crap or pay for it? Pay for it. What a boneheaded scheme, Big J. A Texas woman was caught on video apparently trying to take a gigantic skeleton from another homeowner's front lawn, man. She can be seen attempting to put the giant skeleton into her SUV, but it appears too long to completely fit in the back. So they just shoved this entire structure into the back of their vehicle. The skeleton is a hot item at the Home Depot this year. It's the one that costs about $300. It's hard to get your hands on. So apparently this lady's like, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm just going to shove it in the back of my SUV. But they got the, uh, the license plate. They were able to recover it, and she is facing charges. So a reminder, everybody. Guys. Everything is on camera. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. You can't take anything from a front. You shouldn't be number one. But number two, the days of you taking something and just walking away are over. Everything is filmed. If the house that you're stealing from doesn't have a camera, the three other ones around it do. And you will be caught, period. Stop stealing things from other people. End of sentence. Yeah, no kidding, man. I don't understand how... I mean, it's just... It's unfathomable to me that people don't understand this. Speaking of unfathomable, Big J, we wrap things up with holy crap. Remember when we were talking about the uh, cactus plant flea market boxes from McDonald's? The adult Happy Meals, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I've got a couple at home. You do? Oh, I was going to ask if, the, if, the, uh, if the, the wife ended up getting one. Did yeah. you know which one got a she... couple of the grimaces. Okay. Or the whatever, the three-headed monster or whatever. Has she thrown it up on eBay yet? No, because not all of them are going for this price. No, none so. of them are going for $300,000, yeah. which is some of these are listed at. But even the ones that are selling right now are going for $88, which is way more money than... You spent on the adult Happy Meal. But the question becomes, are you holding on to them so they're hoping they become more valuable? Is that I, I, I think so. Or are you even, you're not even in the uh, adult Happy Meal loop in your house? I mean, uh, I try not to be. How come? I try to separate myself from that. Well, because you made fun of it and thought it was dumb. And so no, no, I'm no, like, I, I want to be on his side for once. I didn't think it was dumb. I didn't understand. I didn't know what 
cactus plant flea market is. I still really don't. Nobody does. I just know it's high value stuff, so I understand that these are collectible items. I don't understand the attraction to them or what makes them more special than others, but I do understand why somebody is wanting to jump on and hopefully sell it down the road. Uh, whether or not that's the plan for the wife, you don't even know. She no. may just want to hold on to him because she likes the brand I think as well. Gonna, we're going to hold on to him. Okay. Are they on display anywhere proudly? No. Have they been unwrapped from their plastic? Yes. Mm, not interested. Morning after with I Nick. going to sell it to you anyways. And Big J. I don't want to buy it. I'm going right to eBay. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is corn. That is freak on a leash here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have for years turned to Big J when it comes to advice for land and ladies. And we're going to do that one more time because it's all about sexiness, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, that that and, and some other things. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I've gotten by in life by playing dumb and uh, and silly. Okay. And according to a survey done by the dating app Plenty O' Fish, which you, oh. I think you've heard of that, Nick, right? I have heard of Plenty of Fish, yes. Uh, they found that nearly 70% of singles prefer someone who is on the goofier side. All right. Okay. 75% said a sense of humor was a turn-on. Hey! Mm-hmm. And 60% of those using dating apps said they were more likely to respond to a message that is clever or funny. All right. Instead of the, hey, girl, you up kind of stuff? Yeah. All right. So you've got to make sure that you've got your A game on. Now, I didn't notice dumb in there at all, Jay. Well, when they, they use the word goofy here, and I'm like, goofy's pretty dumb. I mean, <laughs> all right, goofy's That's, a dumb word to use. I mean, I, I would think of that as certainly as not so serious. Not necessarily yeah. the actual Disney character, but, you know, as somebody that, that is able to poke fun and have fun poked at them and be playful. But you take it as just having some sort of uh, intellectual deficiency. Yes. Fair exactly. enough. Fair enough. So whatever it takes. So are you saying like either you you come at them as with an icebreaker with a joke or uh, you do a bunch of misspellings and play yourself off? Yeah, I don't know about the misspelling part. <laughs> okay. Hold on to that. Don't. Right. Uh, maybe they saw through that okay. if it was, you know, written down yeah. information. Because, I mean, do you remember the first thing you said to your your future wife when you first uh, opened up that particular dialogue? Was it Were you making jokes and cracking jokes? Oh, yeah. I mean, pro- right. probably, yeah. There you go. Always that way. That's exactly it. Never take anything too seriously, right, Big J? Because you got to have a little bit of fun in life for crying out loud. Got to, yeah. So, fun and dumb, Big J says, and you are good to go. At least on plenty of fish anyway, right? Exactly. Well, I, I, that, that means plenty of everything. 900 other dating apps out there, so pick one. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to hook you up with some tickets to something. We're going to do some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X Rock. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, bad, <clears throat> bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. And we have tickets to tonight's show at the Knitting Factory. Animals is leader. Some prog metal for you. So you need to come by and pick these up here before 4 o'clock today. And they're all yours if you can figure out bad impressions. You want to go tonight, you want to go for free, now would be the time to get on the horn and play a little game called Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then boom, we are putting your name on a pair of tickets to Animals as Leaders for tonight. Our phone number is 208-287-1003. And that's the number you need to call right now if you'd like to play. Now, 
I have liked the game within the game that we have been playing over the last week, Big J, which is you guess how many clues it will take somebody on the phone to actually get this actually correct. And you were, I believe, hitting it on the head every single time last time yeah. around. So what yeah. do you think it's going to be today? Two? All right. I think it'll two, be two. Two is the guess. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. What's up? What's up, man? You're up first. Good luck. I've been nominated eight times for an Oscar. I've won two for Glory and Training Day. Denzel Washington. Oh, hey! Oh, good job. You only needed one. Yeah. That's all it takes. Good job, my man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those one animals and sleepers tickets. Uh, and uh, it's always nice to be wrong on that side of things. Yeah. Uh, what were clues two and three just for fun? Uh, the Pelican Brief, Crimson Tide, and Courage Under Fire were a few of my early hits. And then for the first time in my career, I'll be playing a character for the third time in Equalizer 3. And that's the news here, is that he will be returning. Uh, the fact, they're filming right now uh, Equalizer 3, Nick, uh, Robert McCall. Now, Equalizer 2, I didn't think was that great. But uh, this is a return to form because Antoine Fuqua is directing this movie. I feel like a bad Denzel Washington fan because I love him in pretty much anything. And I can't think of a lot of Denzel Washington movies that I haven't seen. I haven't seen either of the Equalizer movies. Wait, you, I thought you watched the first one. Uh-uh, I what? didn't. I don't know why. I don't even have a good excuse. It's not like I don't want to. I just, I, I think it's, it, it hasn't been available. Where is it streaming? Do you know? Uh, boy, I'll have to, uh... I can look it up just as soon as you can. I just... It's one of those deals where it wasn't in front of my face, and therefore I kind of just forgot it was out there. But I do know that you enjoyed the first one, and I oh, do man. remember you saying the second one wasn't that great. Yeah, I didn't think the first one it was... Or the second one was, was, was as good in any ways as the first one, but uh, getting Antoine Fuqua back uh, is a big deal, and uh, those guys have made some pretty damn good movies together. Former guest in the morning after. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That's the latest in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Tipping my tongue here, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. But damn it, if we don't have to give away $1,000 because of inflation retaliation. So let's call today's winner and get ourselves somebody pretty happy. Hey, Greg, how you doing, man? It is Nick and Big J from 100.3 The X. How are you? Not bad. How are you doing? We're hanging in there, man. We are hanging in there. We're giving you a call because you may remember, have you been playing along with us as we do this inflation retaliation code word $1,000 a day thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How often do you text? Do you do all five or are you only able to catch a couple a day? I'm usually only able to catch about three a day. Well, guess what? Wow. Your uh, your ability to do that has paid off because of all the names that have entered the contest, we pulled yours. You are today's $1,000 winner. Greg, congratulations. Holy crap. That is awesome. Heck yeah. Thank you. Not a Heck bad yeah. way to start a Monday, yeah. man. Uh, we appreciate Heck you no. listening. I want to ask you, is there anything, I know you just found out you won $1,000, anything you want to do with the money now that you know it's coming your way? Uh, basically bills, but yep. <laughs> I love how responsible yep. our listeners yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody's saying, oh, I'm going to go to Disneyland. Not that you can do that with $1,000 <laughs> anyways, but. That is awesome. Thank you very much. That's pretty cool. Congratulations, Greg. $1,000 in his pocket, courtesy of listening to the X and grabbing those code words, which will again come your way at 11. 11- 11, 1, 3, and 5, as we already did the 9 o'clock code word. So 
Uh, Greg only does three a day. That's all it takes, man. Sometimes it only takes one. Sometimes it takes all five. But I say get as many chances as you can to increase your shots at that money. Of course, we're going to be doing that again all week long again this week here on the X. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I didn't realize this, but uh, apparently, according to uh, some reports here, NBA Hall of Famer Magic Johnson, uh, deep in negotiations to purchase a stake in the then uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, Nick. I didn't know. Uh, is Davis selling the team? No, not the whole t- a stake in it. Uh, not I see. the whole thing. Like he would just be a part of the ownership group. That's a part yeah, of the fight. Yeah, but since moving to Las Vegas, uh, the Raiders now are worth uh, way more money, $2.1 billion. Well, a new stadium will do that almost every single oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry, $5.1 billion. Uh, that ain't bad, though. That ain't bad. You think you'd uh, Mark Davis be able to afford a haircut that kind of money, but what are you going to do? I think he wants one. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That is it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow with another clue in the murder mystery, mayhaps, and definitely some more code words coming your way. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.